Butcher Ricky here with your uh, Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, still eating the food that lovely listener from Austria, Richard, sent us in a gorgeous little box yeah. a couple of days ago. Thank you so much. That's kept us going. There's one final item left that we haven't touched yet, and we've eaten all the other stuff when the songs have been on, <laughs> and it's a bottle of drink, like soft drink, I think, from Austria with an Austrian man with a hat cuddling a lady from Austria with a hat. But obviously it's all in Austrian, so we don't yeah. know what it is. But do you know what? I've just had an idea. Uh, we should have learnt from when we were out in La Rochelle with the Tricolor books uh, and uh, use Google Lens, because if we point that at the bottle, that should translate it, shouldn't it? Well, the name looks like Almondoodler. There's a description of what it is on the side. Okay. It's like It looks like ginger beer in colour. Uh, kind of a red Coke-style bottle, but I don't know whether it's... Is it booze or is it is it OK to drink? OK, tap uh, Almond shot. doodler. Translate, here we go. Translate, detect language, take a photo to translate. It's amazing, Google Translate, isn't okay, it? OK, here we go, let's have a look. Almond doodler. Best before NC bottle, protected from light. Oh. Unbreakable lightweight bottle, recycling. Store at room temperature, away from light. Trademark, family-owned since 1957. Almdoodler is a partner of the Alpine, Alpine Club to protect the Alps. Not really I... the kind of, like, background story to the family business we're hoping for, is it? Shall I, it's quite uh, a health and safety notice. I'll tell you what, let's get this episode underway, um, and at the end I'll take a photo of the other side, which has got some more writing. What a cliffhanger. The Daily Takeaway. Here's a question, why do we not get stickers when uh, here we are in our mid-40s and we've done something? Had my flu jab this morning. Oh, good on you. Uh, and as I was uh, walking out of uh, the uh, the chemist and back down the high street uh, with my arm slowly going dead, uh, thinking to myself, why am I not getting a sticker? Because I wasn't feeling particularly uh, excited about it. Uh, and then once it's done, all over and done with so quickly, you're walking out and thinking, great, that's, that's me, look at me, I'm so brave. Yeah. I want a sticker. I uh, used to get stickers for that kind of thing if you were a kid. You'd get stickers if uh, you'd just been to a dentist as a kid. I think I quite like the COVID ones. When well, you got your vaccinations. Yeah, when you got your sticker. first vaccination, there was the big hoo-ha about those. You were given a sticker, people put them on their phone to keep and all that kind of stuff. The only thing you can do these days with injections is, is try and leave on the, the, the sticker and the little bit of cotton wool with a bit of blood on there for Didn't a while. Didn't even get given that? Today. It's different. The game's gone, isn't it? Weeping into my T-shirt instead. And you think about it as kids. like they, They're given, like, gold stars in charts in classrooms. Why is the fun gone? So today, on the show, we are giving you the chance to get in touch with us. If you have been brave and you feel you should have had a sticker today, or you've achieved something and you want, like, a gold star kind of reward sticker, tell us about it. We'll salute you on the show this evening. Like, maybe one of those people, like, I know our producer Adem does this, and I hate him for it, but, like, they get to naught emails on an inbox. Yeah. You've got all your emails done. That's a sticker-worthy one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, be a sticker that's uh, the shape of, like, the email icon kind of thing. Whereas I've got, I don't even want to look at I think I've got 15,000 emails. I don't doubt that for a second, knowing you. Knowing me, the shambles that I have. <laughs> I should get a sticker today, because I went and had acupuncture, which I've been getting every week from a Chinese herbal guy at the end of our street yep. for my awful back. And he puts about seven or eight needles in my back, and I hate it, but it's kind of working. You should have a bravery sticker. I, and that's nothing. I, he just says, see you next week, and then I put <laughs> my trousers back up, and that's the end of it. So there you go. There's two of us in the studio that should be wearing stickers. If you feel you need a sticker today, bravery or achievement, we want to hear about it. Just to clarify, my trousers are up, but I've just got to tighten them up. <laughs> it just sounds a bit weird. This one here, no name attached. I feel I deserve a sticker for attending my partner's ex-wife's father's funeral. Wow, that's above and beyond the call of duty, isn't Whoa. it? What about that? Couple of stickers. 
Wow. Like a whole <laughs> Colonel Gaddafi yes. of stickers, wow. which I believe is a technical term. Uh, Jack says, this is a nice one, nomination. Guys, can uh, my dad, Peter Cooksley, deserve a sticker today for working so hard to get the new flooring done before the weekend. Peter deserves a sticker. You can suggest other people if you yeah. think they deserve a sticker. That's what we're here for. Dressed kind of casual in black T-shirts, our producer, Adam, uh, baseball cap, uh, moustache, gold chain. He looks like someone who might serve you at a bowling alley in Brick Lane. <laughs> And that's just how it is. Ant from Bracknell says, uh, Chaps, I feel I deserve a nice shiny sticker as I've been decorating the living room, dining room the last few days to keep the wife happy. I'm trying to get it all done before me and the lads go to Benidorm in the morning for my 40th. A nice 1am start. <laughs> He's on target, though. Yeah, but he hasn't achieved yet, so you can't have the sticker just yet. But if it gets done... Tell us. Get back in touch with us and we'll send you a sticker. Jared's at G&J Landscapes. You know them? Oh, yeah, good old G&J, yeah. Uh, he's filled a skip today with gravel. Eight tonnes and there's 90 steps from the skip to the back garden. If I tried to do that at the moment, given my current condition, I think my entire vertebrae, all of them, would just explode. <laughs> uh, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, you deserve a sticker. I do deserve a sticker. Oh, I'm still shaking now. My heart rate won't calm down. Oh, so... no, what's happened to you? So it's payday tomorrow um, and I have £10 left in the bank. Now, I was supposed to get my mileage returned yesterday. £100 didn't come through. And I was working in a different area, 20 miles away from my home. That's nice. I get back in the car. There's 20 miles on the range. I'm like, OK. I got my boyfriend to transfer me £15 so I could get some fuel. I thought, right, dare I risk it home and spend that £15 in the pub tonight? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally, that was my dilemma. So I'm like, right, OK, but... The fact the journey's all right, but the fact the matter is, I'm in stop-start traffic, so I'm literally stroking my steering wheel, going, "Come on, girl, you can do this." Amazing. Fuel efficiency, we're on it, we're on it. And literally every green light, like, "Please stay on green, please stay on green." I'm going downhill in neutral, and I made it home. <laughs> we're ten miles on the range. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. You've come in as you should have done. The Amber Gambler. Amber, oh, I was Amber gambling. I wouldn't let anybody out either. They were like looking at me desperately. I'm like, I can't stop. Sorry, I apologise to people. Go, I can't stop. Sorry, you don't know my fuel range. The <laughs> irony is, she's been an Amber gambler because she wants her Amber nectar in the pub tonight. And you've absolutely earned it. That's for sure. Absolutely. And the thing is, I only want two pints. It's only a spoon. It's only a couple of pints of cause. Do you know what I mean? But... <laughs> <laughs> have your sticker. You've got to have it. Oh, God, oh, thank you very much. I wear it with pride. We've been handing out stickers this evening. If you've done something brave, you've done something that's an achievement, and if you were a kid, you would have got a sticker for it. What have you done? Ruth, what have you done? So I spent um, the whole day with about 250 Year 7 children doing a load of team-building games to bond with each other. Wow, so 250 Year 7 kids doing team-building all day long. That's what you've been doing. Yeah, and when it rained, all of them in a hall at one time, being asked to scream really loudly, they were having a great time. I feel that even though we're doing a good job handing people out stickers today, I feel that a sticker for 250 Year 7s for you would be underselling it a little bit. You need someone a little bit stronger. Yeah, a little bottle of wine would be quite nice, please. Echo Falls and a sticker. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> You've earned it. Perfect. Thank you very much. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, Richie and I are throwing the doors open once again at the Hometime Film Club. Uh, it's stressful being the one that chooses the movies. So get in touch with us on email or whatever, and then we'll use our brilliant Hometime Show audience to come up with a film for you. Matt has done just that. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is where you need to get in touch. Matt says, Hi, boys. My fiancée, Lisa, is home today after being in hospital the last few days for a big knee-op. Blimey. 
Uh, the recovery starts right now, and I am ready to wait on her hand and foot. I have dinner sorted for tonight, but not a movie. What would be a good film to inspire her start on the road to rehab? Cheers, Matt. So she's on the comeback trail. She's on the comeback trail. We need a kind of comeback movie. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to go for it. I've got two suggestions here. First of all, uh, The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He's left for dead, but yeah. kind of, you know, crawls. Spoiler alert. Crawls for ages. A lot of crawling in that film. And he comes back and kind of deals with stuff. I was also going to suggest um, Rambo First Blood. Because <laughs> he, he gets like roughed up by the police a little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of an overreaction. Yeah. Going to the mountain and hoarding weapons and stuff, but... There's a kind of comeback in there, there as well. Is, there is. It's a great film. Two to choose from there, Matt. I'll add a third for now, and then Go we'll on. open it to the wider audience. Yeah. If if Lisa's just had an operation, I think she she wants to laugh as well. So if you can inspire, a, if you can combine a laugh and a comeback, yeah, then I'd I'd say we're in a good place. Extra yeah? points. Thank you. Blades of Glory. Is that, is that the ice skating one? It is the ice skating one. <laughs> Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. Two rival Olympic ice skaters stripped of their gold medals and permanently banned from the men's single competition find a loophole that will allow them to qualify as a pairs team. It's a comeback. It's a, that's a good point. I would say the movies that you're into are the films that come up if I accidentally sit on the remote and it goes to the latter channels, <laughs> like channel 289. <laughs> They're like Richie films. <laughs> so Blades of Glory's not one of yours. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I don't know. So I, you've, you've basically... Uh, OK, you've written it off. What's what on then? What's the internet movie database rating of that? I think it's time to start getting some... Um, right, he's just shifted away from 6. that. 6.3. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> the nether good. regions. Not good. <laughs> Go on, then. If you've got a suggestion for a comeback film, it might be the internet movie database 6.3 and above. That would be good. Now, there's a few weird ones coming in, right? Yeah. Someone says Touching the Void. Now, I've watched that film. That's that, uh, that documentary about the two climbers. Yes. I guess one of the one of the climbers has to cut the other one loose to mm. save himself. There's a bit of aggers there, but I guess the other guy does crawl. Pre again, crawling like the Revenant. Yeah. A lot of crawling again, back to base camp. Turns so. out we're after crawling movies. We didn't realise. We'll, we'll fast track. If you've got a film where there's a lot of crawling going on, tell us about it. Uh, which is the, kind of the last thing that anyone who's just had a knee up wants. This is it. This is why this is difficult, what we're doing. Uh, Nick <laughs> said controversially Bambi. Now, I, I mean, I must have watched that when I was a kid, but... Yeah, me know. too. Like... I, I haven't watched it since then. It scores highly, obviously, on the Internet Movie Database, which you would expect of a 1942 classic. Um, the synopsis doesn't give much away, for those of us who have forgotten, the story of a young deer growing up in a forest. I find all those old cartoons <laughs> creepy as hell. Absolutely terrifying. Loads of, even old Mickey Mouse with his steamboat willy or whatever, just like... It's just something of the night about him. We're not, we're not putting through Bambi. We should do what? Film Club in the future, the creepiest, but not meant to be creepy, bit of animation. Yes. What about that? Uh, Martin, what are you suggesting? Eddie the Eagle. Now, oh. I, I mean, I'm aware of Eddie the Eagle, but I've never seen it in this film. Have you seen the movie, Richie? I have. Taron Egerton is fantastic in it. Oh. It's a brilliant movie. Honestly, funny, great comeback, all the stuff you have to go through, amazing. So what's Best the comeback? Because all I remember is Eddie the Eagle being absolutely terrible at, like, jumping and that. <laughs> Which he was. What's the comeback story? <laughs> Oh, it, well, I'm trying to remember. It's such a long time ago I watched it. I took it with my... Uh, went, went to the cinema with the kids to watch it and we all come out laughing. It's just all the stuff you have to go through. People not allowing him to participate. He had a few... You know, obviously he had a few things about he can't do it because, you know, they don't do it and they're not going to support him and he does a lot of stuff. It's just a great combat movie, mate. Okay. That's all I can say, really. It's just how... It, you know, he doesn't win, but 
don't always have to win in life. That's a good point. Martin does put forward a very strong argument for it. Like, all of us remember Eddie the Eagle from that, that Winter Olympics. Yeah. And we're kind of like, oh, he's terrible. But <laughs> when you watch the film and you do see the story, he just wanted to be there and give it a go. Uh, and show that he could kind of still do it. I don't think any of us would go down that thing. No, not in a million years. Not in a million years. I'll give it a go just for the fun of it. Why not? He's, he's up for anything, this, this fellow, isn't he, Martin? He's up for anything. Always, good shout. Always. It's going on the list. Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Thank you very much. Have a good one, gents. People suggesting movies that got crawling in them. Conrad says, it's got to be misery, lads. Crawl around, crawl around. There's a lot of crawling in that. Comeback movie suggested by the Carr family on their way to Blackpool to see Jason Manford. Cool Runnings. Still, still never seen that. I think that came up the other week. I need to see that movie. Do it on the way home tonight. I've got to watch uh, Dharma. <laughs> Let's not get into that. I've got Nathan online. Nathan, what are you suggesting? I'm pointing forward, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, well, it's one of the greatest films of all time. Mm. Isn't it one of the greatest oh, movies yeah. of all time? Tell us about the comeback in that if someone's never seen it. Oh, well, um, it's definitely a, a, a redemption story, by all means. <laughs> And there's a bit of crawling in there because he has to go, go through like pipes and that, doesn't he? <laughs> another crawling. Another like crawling that. movie. Seemingly got another crawling theme going on. Yeah. Have we ever put yeah, Shawshank Redemption through on another on another reason? I don't. I'm don't, not sure we have yet. I don't think we have, and it's one of the it's one of the stone cold classics, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, Andy Dufresne crawling through the the tunnel of foul. <laughs> Thank you. The side at the end. Um, that, that is an advertising strapline for it. They didn't go with when the film was out. <laughs> I feel they missed the trick. <laughs> Yeah, probably. And I think we need to announce it. We need to make <laughs> to a decision. Get all the loose ends tied up. <laughs> we do. Uh, by sheer volume, I think they have to watch The Shawshank Redemption tonight. We're, we're swamped with people suggesting it. And sometimes when we do this feature, the good thing about it, it makes you think, oh, do you know what, I'm going to stick that on this weekend. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I watched that movie. I wonder if there's like a director's cut or something like that, but such a great film, it's got to be done. So poignantly put earlier about crawling through the tunnel of foul, that's the one to watch. <laughs> Well done. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be bagging yourself a £1,000 as yet again we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? Let's speak to tonight's contestant. He's called Michael. He's on the line. Where are you calling from, Michael? Yeah, I'm calling from Belfast. Oh. Now, Michael, we're on the cusp of the weekend. Are you excited? What's going on? Well, I'm not too excited. I'll be working all weekend. What do you do? What's your job, Michael? Uh, the taxi driver. Oh, I bet you've seen some sights and spoken to some crazy characters over the years. I have indeed, but none of the stories would be too radio friendly. <laughs> what bet. happens in the taxi stays in the taxi. Well, at least exactly. I hope so. <laughs> have you got a beaded seat, Michael? That's a personal question. <laughs> no. It's no, just how he sits. I'm not one of the old school ones. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Uh, Michael, here's the rules. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. Uh, you've got 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question and when the time is up, <laughs> the game ends. Does that make sense? Yep, does indeed. Right, Michael, where do you want to start? What decade do you want to start in? Uh, we'll go chronologically, we'll start in the 60s. A lot of people starting in the 60s at the yeah. moment, but will it work? Through the decades. 60s, what huge event took place on Max Yazger's 600-acre dairy farm? Glastonbury? Nope. No. Huge event. No idea, pass. You can't pass. You can't get, pass. You've got, to go, you've got to have a go at this. It's a big kind of, maybe say, festival oh, in the 60s. That's not Glastonbury. 
but, but it's a bit like Glastonbury. Peace and love and stuff. Woodstock. Yes. Seventies. Parallel mm. Lines is an album by which seventies band? <laughs> Come on, Michael, mate, you got this. I really don't. Um, Say Blondie. Blondie. Correct. Yes. Eighties. Which actor played? Oh. Just interested if you could have got that by me starting the question, which actor played? Any ideas? <laughs> Make read. It was Michael, oh, Michael J. Fox. Michael he J. was Fox. halfway there. He was nearly there. You're a loser and you have lost. Uh, trapped oh. in the 70s, really. I don't think there was enough of the question asked for him to be trapped in the 80s. I think in the, the space-time continuum, this is a weird one, uh, uh, Michael. You're trapped in that kind of weird, like, corridor between two different It's New decades. Year's Day... 1980. That's what you are. You're a New Year's Day, but like Groundhog Day, you've got to you've got to go through this day again and again and again. It's all in the paperwork that you signed up for for the competition, but unlucky. Well, if you're not in, you can't win. Good, mate. Exactly. Yes. I would say past couple of people started the 60s. It hasn't panned out. No. Try something different. You can try it for yourself. If you can't wait until then, you can play through the decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, "Open the through the decades game." This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. We've got two entertainment bundles worth a thousand pounds each. To be won this evening, thanks to Mel Gedroich Unforgivable, which is back on Dave. Uh, looking for the bad in everybody. It's the show in which the nation's favourite comics and celebrities compete to convince Mel that they are the most unforgivable person in the room, uh, with re- uh, revelations too shocking for us to mention on the radio. That's why we want you to dredge up your most outrageous sins, lies and morally bankrupt behaviour, all in order to win a brilliant home entertainment bundle. So, tell us your unforgivable tales online at absoluteradio.com. Co.uk. If we read out your story, you'll win the bundle. Plus, we'll blank out a crucial word in that confessional story and ask the rest of you lot to guess what the word is. If you do, you could win another £1,000 entertainment bundle. You can't move for entertainment bundles. <laughs> Today's unforgivable confession comes from listener Olivia. Here's Olivia's story with a key part blanked out that you need to identify. Hello, I'm Olivia. Looking after my friend's houseplants for a month while she went on her travels, instead of using the plant feed spray, (laughs) I used the... in a similar bottle. Needless to say, all the plants died. I told her this was down to a disease and I had to get rid of all her plants. Now, what do we blank out? What did Olivia use as a spray? Was it A, hair dye, B, cooking oil, C, bleach spray... Or D, Fox Repellent. Let's go to the lines and find out if we could have a winner this evening. Who's this on the line? Kendall. It's Kendall. In many ways, Kendall calling. It's Kendall calling. (laughs) Uh, How is your evening going so far? Yeah, really good, thank you. Uh, Kendall, what was the correct answer? What was being used to feed those plants? Uh, The bleach spray. Is correct. Uh, Kendall, you have won an entertainment bundle. It's worth a grand. It includes a 55-inch 4K Ultra HD Smart TV with Freeview HD, your Bluetooth soundbar with a wireless subwoofer and a 50-quid takeaway voucher. 
Oh, thank you. That's amazing. My toddler just broke our telly. So. Oh, <laughs> well. Our, our eight-month-old has just been hammering the life out of our telly as well. Why do they? Have, why can't they just leave the tellies alone, kids? Oh, I know. <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. There's tweets coming in about it already. Let's just, just trust Richie and I. Uh, Nick says, if you're planning on spreading p- that pate, you'll need something more robust than an oat cake. I cannot warn you enough. This is a disaster waiting to happen. Look, they've, they've seen the photo earlier on of the of the bits and bobs we bought for the pate party, which is about to happen. Richie and I have got a carrier bag each. Uh, I've bought some rough oat cakes. You have gone... I've gone tiger bread. Tiger bread, which is fine, which is great. I toast it, you see. I, I, I'm going to cut it all up, toast it outside, put the butter on, put the pate on. It'll be lovely. Well, I've got oat cakes, which obviously Nick's got a problem with, but we just wanted to... We're talking about it on yesterday's uh, Hometime Show, a celebration of a British institution that really doesn't get the credit it deserves. We've both uh, gone and bought some pate each as well for it. I've got chicken liver pate. <laughs> I've got chicken liver, snap. Double chicken liver. <laughs> what a treat it's going to be. Uh, this all came about because yesterday on the show we were talking about the nation's love of pate, but kind of a food that doesn't really get the credit it deserves. Richie and I have decided to dedicate a chunk of the final hour of the show on Home Time this evening to eating pate, talking about pate, celebrating pate. The great thing is, there's going to be variety in this because we both love pate, we're united in that, but we have different ways that we prefer to eat it. Yes, I'm currently spreading my chicken liver pate over some incredibly thin crumbling in my hands. The person on Twitter was right earlier on. Okay. <laughs> now I'm uh, an exp- Oh, see, yeah, your oatcakes just um, fall apart. Crumbled in front of mine. I'm an exponent of tiger bread, uh, which I've uh, cut with a butter knife. Really, really gone very well. Yeah. Um, I've barely been able to toast it uh, in the toaster at the end of the corridor because, of course, it's so thick. Yeah. Uh, and I'm petrified about setting off the smoke detector. Uh, and it was touching the sides of the toaster. It, the, the pate party would have gone south very quickly if the fire brigade were outside. I think there would have been an email tomorrow morning from our boss Paul, headlined pate party. But Thank anyway, you very much. I have toasted you one there. Oh, that's amazing. So we've both got chicken liver. Uh, also, I've got a pot. I don't think we're going to get to this tonight, but I do have a pot of beef paste, which has caused quite a stir on Twitter earlier on. Do you have a sandwich spread? It reminds me of school trips. I want to go to Cricket St Thomas near Chard. My old man used to love a salmon paste. Oh, well, they had that. That was next to it. I got the beef. What, next week? That could be next week. Salmon party. Right, well, let's try Richie's um, uh, uh, tiger bread here. Yeah, go for it. Hmm. Really good. Tiger bread's great. That's his pate. Hope you're enjoying this at home. Please eat along with us as well. I'm going to go straight into your oat cake. Let's see what you think. Lighter, but different. It crumbled as I eat it. What do you think? I mean, the pate's the star. Yeah, the pate's the star of the show. I think we, with the, with the party we've got going on here, we have proved that pate needs an elevation. It needs to be back up there with the best of British. You know what I mean? Let us know what you think. Yeah. Use the hashtag on your socials. Pate Pata. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. There you go, another uh, uh, Daily Takeaway podcast in the bag. Richie is uh, in the mid-distance here, taking a photo of the side of this bottle of drink with his Google Translate. We'll have an answer for you right now. Right. Alpine Herb Lemonade. Ooh. Analcoholic drink based on alpine herbs. Ingredients. Water, sugar, ammonia sulfite caramel dye... It's the way you say it. <laughs> Can't wait to get it down me. Natural herb extract. There you go. Give it a go. <laughs> You'd be uh, yodelling all the way home. Thank you so much again for sending it in.